0: Yeah, for me it's like support of the universe because I feel like, you know, it's just there for me and it's just so like limitless and so it just keeps giving me signs that I'm doing things right. So in my case, it was people that I was meeting here since I moved here and the amount of friends I had and the amount of support. So like I truly believe in in the sentence that says we are where we are supposed to be and so that's exactly how I feel right now.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Right Feeling Podcast. It's been a good while since we last spoke, (laughs) but uh, I was actually expanding The Right Feeling in Mexico City last month. Um, Yeah, I went to Mexico City to film a documentary on the impact of sexual harassment on the lives of both women and also men and how even public spaces are designed in a way to help mitigate um, these deep social issues and also inquiring what is the actual solution to it all. It's kind of a big topic, and there's so many different layers to uncover. So yeah, I can't wait to share that with you guys, but that's most of why it's been quite silent on this podcast the last few weeks. But yeah, today I have a very special recording with my friend Paulina. We recorded this when I was in Mexico filming my documentary. The backstory with my friendship with Paulina was that we met at our master's course in London. Today we're actually talking about something that does slightly make me feel a bit nervous to share just because it's kind of like spilling your guts. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, today we're talking about stereotypes and the negative implication of stereotyping. We talk about the importance of challenging these stereotypes. I didn't realize how many stereotypes I had in my head until I actually went to Mexico, which we kind of explore in this episode. I'm quite ashamed to have thought those things, but yeah, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Pal. Thank you, Jane. I'm so happy to be here. So, Pal, can you give a brief introduction of yourself? Of
0: course. So, what can I say about me? Um, I'm working for this environmental fund in Mexico. I'm Mexican, by the way. And I'm working in the communication area. I do graphic design. I also love art, food, and traveling. And now that we're going to talk about stereotypes... Yes, I love tacos, (laughs) I love beans, I love
1: tortillas, (laughs) I love tequila. (laughs) Oh, not stereotypical at all. Not at all, right? (laughs) Well, yes. So today we're talking about stereotypes and challenging stereotypes. To give the audience a little bit of a backstory, um, I am in Mexico right now filming a documentary I will update you guys on that way later, but uh, while I was here, I found a lot of uh, ignorance in myself and yeah, I wanted to talk to Bao about this because, well, obviously I'm also visiting her here because she's one of my closest friends, but I just wanted to talk about because this is already something that we talk about. So I guess to start off, what are some stereotypes that you've heard about? Mexicans and Mexico.
0: Well, I've heard many things, good things and bad things. That mm-hmm. um, we are lazy and we're always late. So you even have this term, Mexican time or normal time. <laughs> <laughs> and also bad things like it's very dangerous. And uh, well, although I don't know if that's a stereotype, though. Um, but what else? The things about the food or drinks, like quila mezcal. I don't know. You tell me, Jane.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, well, I guess the biggest one that we've talked about, like you said, it's not really a stereotype, but I definitely, I think because I grew up in Los Angeles and in the US, we hear a lot of negative news about. Mexico Um, in terms of like the cartels, the uh, drug trafficking, the human trafficking, the poverty levels. And for me, I never realized how, I guess you can say brainwashed I was until I was here. (laughs) But it's also because you're from the States. I mean, uh, no offense, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) no, but it's true. I mean, you're closer to Mexico. So you hear all these things and especially because your government doesn't like what's going on Mm -hmm. in Mexico right now and the border and everything. So of course he's like stressing the bad things about Mexico and that's all you can hear in the States. Right?
1: Yeah. And even from all the media and politicians and uh, the stupid wall that Trump wants to build. um, And so I think there the narrative is very different and that's something I didn't even take into consideration. You know, when I hear all these things, mm. especially when you kind of grow up with this. Um, so just to let the listeners know, I have been to Mexico before. I've been to Ensenada, Mexico, and I was Which there. Which is in the north? Yeah, and it's called Baja, California, so it's right under California. Actually, California used to be part of Mexico, technically. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, until it was annexed to the U.S., but... I was there for one week for four summers. And then the other time, as in Mexico, was in Cancun, uh, yeah. which we've discussed isn't really authentically Mexican anymore.
0: Well, it is Mexico in a way. But what I meant is now it's a very touristic place. And also the north, because you told me you were in this really poor community, right? Yeah. So, yes, we do have many communities, like very poor poor communities. And then on the other way, you have Cancun, which is basically now a city of tourism. So you didn't get to see not the real Mexico, but other parts of Mexico. Like
1: right now we're in the center and it's Mm -hmm. totally different. Yeah, it's so beautiful here. And Right before this trip to Mexico, um, okay, let me just confess right now, <laughs> I mean, I've already confessed to you, but to the listeners, um, I think stereotyping, to just kind of disclaim this, but I think stereotyping can be quite dangerous and close-minded, and it affects the interactions that you might have with people or a culture or even the country itself um and I learned that a lot <laughs> while I was here and so I, I generally I never would have thought that I was so ignorant but the first thing I said like one of the first <laughs> things I said when I arrived in Mexico City and we we're having dinner and then was it Cloud that brought it up or yeah
0: so we were with my flatmate she also from Mexico <laughs> <laughs> and Jane said
1: Oh, I didn't know you had
0: Netflix in Mexico. <laughs> and I, I, I thought it was it was funny, but my, my flatmate got really annoyed by that. Like, what do you mean? Of course we have Netflix. <laughs> I
1: know. I mean, to my defense, I really thought that Netflix was only in certain countries. But like, it also showed in my mind that I didn't even think that Mexico would have Netflix because in my head, it didn't make any sense that it would. Yeah, and okay, this also comes back to all the ignorance that I've had about Mexico. Um, like, for example, one of the stereotypes that you said was that Mexico is very poor, uh-huh. right? And so, I because I went to. Um, Ensenada, Mexico, and I was like constantly told back then that Mexico is very poor. The place that we're going to is very poor. It can be very dangerous, uh, especially in Tijuana and Ensenada, and we just need to be very careful because you never know what might happen. So when we met for the first time... um, I I also confessed this to you already. <laughs> um but when we met the first time and I found out you were from Mexico, in my head, it was just a, a painted picture of, oh, you probably come from a smaller, poorer town. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's I don't know, it just I really never thought I was so ignorant. I mean, right now we're in your your parents' house in a beautiful home. Like I feel like we're at a spa retreat, actually. <laughs> but um, I feel so embarrassed about what I thought.
0: Well, I think it also has to do with the fact that I don't wear fancy clothes, or I don't, I never wear makeup or anything like that. So I don't know if that has to do with it, but
1: no, but yeah. no, it it <laughs> honestly had nothing to do with what you were wearing because what you were wearing literally was just like normal clothes. Very fashionable, actually, in my opinion. But something people from economically developed, and I'm putting air air quotes right now, <laughs> like would wear, right? So I think I just really generalized Mexico as a country um, and the poverty level mm-hmm. because of what I was told when I was younger. And I like, that's just so stupid.
0: to No, but you also saw it. I mean, it's not a lie that Mexico has poverty, that's also the real Mexico, and you were exposed to that, so in a way, I think you only knew a small part of Mexico, which is also real, mm. and that's okay, and to be fair, I never thought that you were being mean to me, or like racist, or you had stereotypes on me, mm. like ever, never.
1: That's also because I quickly learned how stupid I was being.
0: No, and you never said anything. Well, I remember one, like now that we're talking about stereotypes and Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think we have talked about this, but, and I don't even know if you remember, but, (laughs) uh, so there was one day Mm -hmm. where we're in the tube in in London and I don't know, I was talking about Mexico or you guys were asking me things about it Mm -hmm. and I think it was during the first three months that I was there. And I was just talking about the food and the people and how (laughs) much I love my country and everything. Mm -hmm. And I remember you saying, oh, so you're very proud of Mexico. Like, you were surprised by that? Mm. And at the beginning, I was like, yeah, of course, I'm proud of Mexico. Why I wouldn't be proud of of my country? Um, Actually, I asked you that. And you Mm -hmm. were like, well, maybe I'm... Because sometimes I'm not proud of my country or my origins, yeah. you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's very interesting that you come from Mexico and you're very proud of it. And yeah. <laughs> for a, like for a moment, I was like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, like you know, I I forgot about it. Yeah. And then I remember that night. I thought about what you said. Oh no! And no, but not in a bad way. Just like, yeah. huh? Maybe they think Mexico is like, why should I be embarrassed
1: about being Mexican? No, but that's exactly what I mean. Like these comments, I probably didn't even think about. But because of my stereotypes, mm. um, I already considered, you know, yeah, wow, she you're comes
0: from this poor and horrible mm-hmm. place. And she's proud of
1: it. Exactly. Can... <laughs> exactly. It's impossible. Yeah. This is the kind of behavior and the mindset and the mentality that actually impacts other people, and then your interaction, you know, and the way you think about a country.
0: Yeah, but I think in a in a way, I was being biased as well because mm-hmm. I um I was very naive when I went to London, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of everybody likes Mexico because I have never heard something like personally to me mm-hmm. uh, any racist comment or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not even in Canada. Well, yeah, but I didn't find that. I, I found that funny. I mean, I was 17. <laughs> okay. <'cause> context. context. <laughs> so uh, I went to Victoria, Canada to study abroad. I was in high school. And uh, people were asking us, oh, so you use donkeys as transportation? Uh, do you have movie theaters in Mexico? i like, what the fuck? But I thought it was really funny. I don't know
1: why. Like, I now that I see it, it's terrible. Like, it's just like a terrible stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's clarify for the audience who has never been to Mexico and probably still has some of these stereotypes in their head. Does Mexico have donkeys? And are things transported with donkeys?
0: Yes, yes, but in rural areas. Not. I mean, you, you can't see it in the cities, but I, like, no. <laughs> we have cars and we have movie theaters and we have um, everything. <laughs> so, so yeah, like I, I would hear those comments. But in London, I was just very happy to, I was very proud of my country. And every time I mentioned Mexico, at least in Europe, everybody will be like, oh, awesome, what an exotic place. And I think that's (laughs) also a stereotype because I don't think Mexico is very exotic or maybe because I live here. But Mm. um, but yeah, like I would listen to just the good stereotypes like, oh, you must drink tequila. And (laughs) I remember one night, actually, we went to this party with... With you guys and it was i think i drank so much tequila with one of her friends from london as well <laughs> and i was like yes i can drink all the in the world because i'm mexican yeah <laughs> of course i got super drunk and then i threw up in the bus and everything but <laughs> yeah, <all that> <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was horrible um but yeah i was just, just very proud of, of my country and until i just i heard those comments that make me think well maybe there are also bad stereotypes about my country that I should pay attention to.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I remember in London, you were concerned about being mm-hmm. late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially that was, in London. That was
0: horrible because I don't know, I don't remember if it was Katy <laughs> or Jessica or mm-hmm. someone that, of course, she's going to be late. She's Mexican. <laughs> and I felt so offended, like... Oh my God, you're right. I'm I'm late the whole time, (laughs) and I
1: tried to change that. Well, I would say you were very on time after you really set your mind to being on time. I remember you were always about like 15 to 20 minutes later. Yeah, so if we said eight, it'd be like eight. (laughs) Yeah, Mexican time, quote unquote. Um, Then that's why I would always be a little bit late too because (laughs) yeah, and that's what happens in Mexico actually. Mm.
0: So we never get on time because we know nobody's gonna be there so I just felt the same in other country it's not because I'm lazy or I mean I can be lazy some days but it's (laughs) not like everybody yeah like everybody but it wasn't because of my Mexicanity to be
1: honest I feel that even though Mexican time is part of the culture of Mexico to say that everybody is like that from Mexico is a negative assumption to pin onto somebody. Like remember when we went to the pyramids and one of our new friends was going to pick us up in the morning mm-hmm. and then you're like, I don't think he's gonna Yeah that yeah. So it's also like stereotypes within yeah. your own culture. It, of course, right? yes.
0: We do have many stereotypes of other states, especially from Mexico City mm. or the north. Yeah, like we all have stereotypes. And I don't think it's bad or good. Because, for example, what would you say about Germans or Austrians, that they're <laughs> always on time? Because there's also a stereotype, so yeah. would that be yeah. good?
1: I mean, generalizing, I
0: would say, I mean, generalizing that all Germans are always on time. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, if I think about it now, a lot of other stereotypes, like even with Asian stereotypes, like, oh, all Asians are really bad at driving, Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) I mean, that's a stereotype in the US Mm. or that all Asians are good at math. Um, Mm. I mean, I am good at math, but I am a great driver. I'm a really good uh, automatic driver. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But like all these stereotypes, whether or not they're positive or negative, it still has a negative effect on the person that the stereotype is being thrust upon. Yeah. In general, it's like with women or men, right? Like...
0: Mm women they i don't know the same example they don't know how to drive yeah you could hear that in mexico that's a stereotype for women
1: yeah
0: or that they cry the whole time or things like that mm-hmm. so yeah it
1: could be dangerous actually how do you think that stereotype negatively affects people and interactions and relationships well i guess you are
0: expecting them to be the way you think they are mm-hmm. and You have an idea in your head and some people stay with that idea. If you're not open-minded, then uh, it's just like growing those stereotypes that can make people apart from each other. It just divides everybody. I don't think that's good for Mm -hmm. society in
1: general. Yeah, I would say specifically for the example of Mexico and me coming here, all my family and my friends were very, very worried about me coming. (laughs) Um, And at first I was actually super excited to come. I didn't really think so much about the cartels Mm. and my safety. Um, But then I had met up with a friend who used to grow up in Mexico, and then he was telling me a story about how uh, his dad, living in San Miguel, had a landlord who then had a son or knows – a neighbor's son who got caught up with some drug ring or something and the entire family was just rounded up and shot and then he was just telling me what I'm doing is very dangerous in Mexico filming this documentary um, and that I'm basically compromising my life and stuff like that and it really freaked me out you know and yeah, then please. even arriving And then taking uh, Uber to your place, I was really worried. (laughs) And I had been up until, I think, two days ago. So I've been in Mexico for two weeks now. I've been quite anxious in some some cases, you know. So to kind of have these stereotypes, it just really throws off your presence in a place. Would you prefer having like non-stereotype at all because
0: mm-hmm. that means you don't know anything about a place mm-hmm. or Interesting. maybe you hear certain things so you have some stereotypes but they can also be part
1: true yeah you know what i mean yeah um if i'm honest i would i would like to not have any stereotypes about a place like right now i'm just thinking about our trip to portugal I literally did not know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I hadn't heard anything about Portugal except that they were once a very strong empire. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I went there, wow, I was just blown away Mm -hmm. by everything. That was such an amazing trip. Um, And I didn't have any stereotypes. I didn't know anything about it. But I just kept myself open to experiencing the culture and the people there. And I think that made a big difference in how I uh, felt about the trip, mm-hmm. and I mean, we talked about your hometown, Morelia, and how now with all the bad news spreading about Mexico mm-hmm. and certain U.S. media making things seem maybe worse than it actually is, it how it affects the town with tourism, with mm-hmm. people coming to study abroad, um, diversity, and it just closes people's minds from coming to mexico but right now we're in the uh state. state and in mexico it's actually known as it's a, as a dangerous state um but to be honest i feel safer here than i do in mexico city <laughs> yeah
0: well it's because it's a big city well how did you feel in the street like walking in the mm. street did you feel that people were staring at you in a well, bad way? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think they were curious because I was carrying my camera equipment. <laughs> <laughs> of um, course. But did you feel uncomfortable? Um I got one like Mamacita. Really? Yeah, oh, I know. Man. I forgot about that. Like mamacita, if you guys don't know, is kind of like a sexual cat calling <laughs> term. Um I love I'm like, I look twelve. <laughs> so <laughs> Why would you call me <laughs> <Mamacita>? <laughs> Um No, but I mean, I would say in Mitrocan, I felt very safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's normal. And Morelia is smaller than Mexico City. Yeah. So I think that's why you felt safer, mm-hmm.
1: in a way. And I mean, if you say Mitrocan State is dangerous, it's like saying all of... like I'm just putting into my perspective because I'm from California. But it's like saying... Because is like half the size, physical size of California. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. So it's like saying half of California is super dangerous. And if you think about California, there's so many cities in between that, you know, it's it's just mm-hmm. like, it's yeah. just such a big generalization that's wrong.
0: <laughs> I mean, period. Yeah, because Mexico's huge. So you could have negative things and positive things, and dangerous places and safe places, as yeah. in every country. Yeah, and I, you can't deny that there are certain things happening in Mexico, like mm. terrible things. But yeah, I mean, if you're careful and if you um, stick to certain rules, it's, like it's, it's normal, you're going to be fine. But of course, every city has its bad neighbors or dangerous yeah. places to go. Um, I had some stereotypes about London, that it's super safe and everything. And I remember when I was living there, I would I used to walk in the park at, in the middle of like 2 a.m. or something mm-hmm. until somebody told me, you shouldn't do this because it's pretty dangerous. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? I mean, I, I'm in London, it should be safe, right? So you mm-hmm. just have to be careful and... Yeah, if you if you haven't been to Mexico and this is the first time for you and you're traveling alone, not I mean not with a local, uh, then yeah, you should be precautious and you shouldn't go to certain places. But I really like Mexico. It's a, an amazing country. So stereotypes can ruin sometimes
1: what a society is. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean I definitely think now that I'm near the end of the trip, I've learned so much about <laughs> Mexico. So going from my ignorance now to um, what I've experienced and what I really love about Mexico. The first thing (laughs) is that Mexico City is so clean. (laughs) I know, I know. It's like, why is that the first thing? But in Mexico City, I always see people cleaning and brushing leaves and you can hear the shh. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's true every, <laughs> every morning <laughs> yeah every morning and then you don't see leaves anywhere like not even one leaf um, and even at the market in the food market we went to I don't know they were using some kind of cleaning solution a purple cleaning solution to just kind of wipe down the pavement um, where people were walking I don't know if this is just in case food drops somewhere I or? think so I, I, I think we were in the, the fish section or something yeah so, but i think a stereotype people might have is that they don't expect mexico to be yeah. clean it's like dirty and you also were very surprised to, to see forests and lakes oh and i was so surprised, surprised. <laughs> but it's really beautiful there's so much amazing landscapes that we've seen beautiful cities and towns and i just kept admiring the architecture if you've never been to Moreria, I would definitely recommend it because uh, the buildings and the architecture is just this kind of pink rock, you were saying, mm-hmm. this volcanic rock. Natural rock. Yeah, and it's not painted. And I loved it. It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the plazas are uh, designed in a way where people are just hanging around in the center and everyone's just enjoying, I don't know, what would they eat at like 8 p.m.? Um, mole? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, mole would be more for lunch. Um, mm-hmm. uh,
0: maybe corn. We call it esquites. Uh, yeah, or
1: Churros. Yeah. Tacos, of course. Of course. You can have tacos <laughs> <Tisadillas>. <laughs> for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. And there was a really awesome museum that we went to. Super interesting with different posters from different. Countries, countries all yeah. around the world. And to me, that also was breaking stereotypes because I think for a lot of Western countries, they typically think creativity is kind Comes of from the Europe, West. The States, yeah. Exactly. But we saw posters from Iran, from Taiwan. Yeah, there were many from Taiwan. Yeah. I was surprised. You're, you're surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> uh, there's a big graphic design culture in Taiwan, I'd say. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but. It just showed, again, how there's so many people that have so much creativity, that have so much passion in every corner of the world. Yeah. Other things I really enjoy. um, I really think that people here are so warm. That The people I've interacted with have been very welcoming, have been very hospitable.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting that you pointed out. And this is also very
1: stereotypical, that we are very welcoming, (laughs) Or is, is it? Is there a stereotype? Um, I would say that's an accurate stereotype, though. Yeah. Okay, for you and your family. And actually, the people we've hung out with, I feel, have been very welcoming. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because it's the friend group and that's just the type of people that we surround ourselves with or if it's generally many Mexicans and the way they treat people that They're more familiar with. I don't know. Because every time you travel and you find a Mexican, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh my God,
0: brother, sister. (laughs) Yes, I'm from Mexico too. And yeah, you have this type of connection, Connection. even though you don't really know them Mm -hmm. (laughs) at all. (laughs) Yeah. But I got lost in London once. Mm -hmm. I think it was after our trip to Portugal. Oh. And yeah, I I arrived really late to London Mm -hmm. and I missed the bus. Mm-hmm. and i didn't have any cash ah and i didn't have battery in my phone it was oh, terrible wow, yeah. that's really bad yeah, I you know. didn't tell me about that. and this. i I, did, I was not living in in the apartment you i was living with some yeah you friends. moved out for like a month yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i i didn't recognize the area mm. uh, and yeah i was just walking in the streets of london at 3am and i remember there was this italian guy following me like hey do you want to share a cab Blah blah blah, and I'm like, no, <laughs> thank you. I'm really scared. And then I heard Spanish, <laughs> and i was like, oh, it's Spanish, and it's from Mexico. <laughs> I can I could recognize Spanish from Mexico since like I don't know meters. Yeah. And I was like, hey guys, I'm. I'm are you from Mexico? Yes, yeah. Uh, I'm lost, and they're like, oh, don't worry. I can borrow your phone so you can see the Google Map. Blah blah blah. And they help me mm-hmm. a lot, and I'm just, I just feel <laughs> very. Um, happy, safe? yeah, very safe to be with them,
1: in a way, so. Mm. So, what are your favorite parts about Mexico? Uh, it's so hard to say,
0: I love many things about Mexico, I love the landscapes, uh, the natural areas, the rural areas, people, um, the food, I, I already said. Did you say food? Yeah, <laughs> I said food again, and I will say it a hundred more times. Um, Yeah, like my family traditions. I also like that we are very different. Even in the same state or even the same city, you -hmm. could find many varieties of people, even languages. We Mm -hmm. have like more than 70 languages, indigenous, even though I don't speak any of them. It's a shame. But yeah, just... All the variety of everything. People, Mm -hmm. food, traditions, music.
1: Yeah, and Mexico is not just tacos for everybody (laughs) to know. It's not just quesadillas. I think we have eaten basically every meal with a tortilla. Yeah, yeah, almost. But that doesn't mean that everything is a taco. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And one thing I also really like, I don't know if it's just for your family, but generally what I've observed is... Mexican mothers and fathers all have their own friends. And like a lot of friends.
0: Yeah. Don't you think that's
1: normal? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in Asian culture, not so much. The mother tends to isolate themselves like while they um, raise their own kids for... Well, until their kids grow up. And then slowly they start making friends with other mothers. But what happens is... I mean, I, I actually, I, it's my observation. I don't know if this is true, but also of Western cultures. I don't know. I've seen it in also the U.S. Well, what about your mom? Well, my mom, she's a very popular person. <laughs> um, but She's breaking up the stereotypes. I mean, she's popular, but she doesn't really hang out with friends. You know what I mean? Like, mm. she goes out maybe once a month. With friends. Like, she never goes to get coffee to catch up with friends. She never has, like, parties just with her and her friends. Uh, Yeah, my parents, they do do that. Yeah. Once a week. (laughs) And I feel that my experience of Mexican culture is that family and friends are so important.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's, like, the basic of society in general. Yeah.
1: Your family and friends. Yeah. Um, So... I think I've learned a lot about my own ignorance and like challenging, I guess, thoughts that I had grown up with, and realizing not everything that was said to me is necessarily true, especially if. Those people have never been to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, but it's
0: also normal. I mean, because I also have some stereotypes from other countries, you know. So. Like
1: China and how they eat rats? <laughs> no, that, that's my parents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, like Asia in general. I've never been to Asia. Mm. So I may have some stereotypes that can sound stupid mm. or naive or ignorant, you know. So I think it's just normal. You just have to be careful um about how to say things to people that are from that place cuz it mm-hmm. could be offensive offensive yeah yeah uh and just try to have an open mind and yeah just experience the country and see if cuz maybe you i mean maybe you're right maybe you don't like it but it could be the opposite right so
1: and um i would say like even if you are ignorant and you do say things that are offensive, that's okay, as long as you're willing to be checked. Yeah, yeah that's also true. Yeah, because I, for me, it's been a real wake-up call. Um, but I guess to end things, Bao, is there anything else that you would like to say about um, stereotypes and about Mexico?
0: Well, I think I've said many things, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that we all live in the same world. Don't we? So I don't think we should. Yeah, I think it could be a good exercise for everybody to just break stereotypes.
1: You're definitely right. I mean, I think, like, again, there are stereotypes even within ethnic groups. So if we don't even break the stereotypes within our own cultures, how are we going to break stereotypes across Mm -hmm. cultures? And this concept of kind of one world, it makes so much sense because in the end, we're all human.
0: And especially now, because globalization is happening now. It's the future, so everything's going to be connected. So stereotypes could be the enemy of uniting people for the future. Mm -hmm. Because at the end, we are all connected, and what happens in one place will affect the other place. So that's better than having stereotypes that separate people. Even the positive connotations of stereotypes.
1: Yeah, and it also puts people in boxes. Uh-huh, exactly. And
0: then you compare countries or you compare cultures. Yeah. And it's not fair because every culture it's different and every individual is exactly. different. too. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just be open minded about people. I think you could meet very interesting people, um, have new ideas, you can also change the way you think, especially now that we can travel easily and we can find people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very positive thing of the time we're we're living.
1: Yeah. Well all right, Val, is there anywhere that people can find you online?
0: Yep. We have this website, this platform called Entropica, which is a science communication platform. We have articles and we were we're going to experiment some podcasts as well. It's topic is conservation and environment and the relationship between humans and nature. Oh, my gosh.
1: Perfect. Mm-hmm. I can't nature. wait to hear Yeah, that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you want to learn more about Mexico and the beautiful parts about Mexico um, and also the negative parts about Mexico, mm-hmm. there is a documentary mm-hmm. coming out. I don't know when, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah, someday. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah, exactly all right well thanks a lot ba for being on this podcast thank you for (laughs) inviting me adios hasta luego hasta mañana (laughs) hasta pronto pronto what does that mean
0: it's like see you soon
1: So I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Right Feeling podcast with my friend Bao. My stereotypes were indeed challenged (laughs) when I was in Mexico and talking it out with Paulina was also very confronting in a way, but in a nice way. It was a bit difficult for me to be so honest, but I think that if we're not honest, especially about stereotypes, then how are we ever going to move past them, right? So yeah. I hope that this week you are able to challenge your own stereotypes that you might have. And if you have any experiences or any thoughts about this, or if you even have been stereotyped, definitely let me know. You can either email me at jane, that's J-A-N-E, at therightfeeling.org. Or you can also feel free to direct message me on Instagram at rightfeeling underscore. So have a great day, a great week, and I can't wait to feel the feels with you next time.